All right, what's up, everyone? Uh, this is the first episode ever, so get excited of the. Uh, it'll be a TBD episode because we do not have a name yet. Uh, you have me, Jason Vivang. Uh, I am here with Tom Sweezy. Hey, what's up? I don't have to be the host for this podcast. Yeah, this is exciting, all right? I'm so so yeah, happy. I, I will be your host right now. We also have Sam Nelson, uncle, big old unc, uncle with us. Big unc, what's up, boys? <laughs> I was going to say big, big unc, and I was like, is that weird? <laughs> nah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, we, this is going to be, uh, obviously, you don't know by the name because it's just not named, uh, but it will be pretty much Everything that is not the MLS, I'd say. Everything across the pond uh, that is the Atlantic Ocean into uh, Champions League, Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, uh, Europa League, League One, Serie A, maybe a little Bundesliga 2 action. You never know. We might, we might dive into like the sixth tier of English football. You don't know. You don't know where we're going to be. We're going to talk about AFC Wimbledon a little bit. Um, I'm a big Krasnodar guy. I'm a big Wimbledon guy, so that's why I brought that up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now we're just going to have a great time. I'm hyped for this already. I mean, AFC Wimbledon, yeah, that's a, that's a long story there because they got all their shit stolen from them. But that's okay. Um, we are from the MLS Aces podcast. If you want to hear our voices a little bit more than – you know, maybe this is your little bit more than normal. You want to hear us twice a week. Uh, yeah, subscribe there, subscribe here. It'll probably all be in the same place, so it won't be that difficult. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, do you guys have anything to say? Excited, whatnot? Sam, I'll let you go first. Oh, I am. Oh, I, I forgot I got to name names now. As you say, you gotta, you're in charge of naming names here, my friend. Um, I'm super excited about this. Uh, I'm happy to be talking about... Uh, European soccer, and uh, I'm looking forward to teaching Tom maybe uh, something. I'm I'm thinking in my <laughs> head doing like a, a segment every week on like a new team or a league or something. Just teach Tom more about European you soccer. It, you know, teaching Tom. I like <laughs> teaching Tom. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna start this out by saying if you don't know who we are, then I'm kind of shocked that you found us. Um, yeah, so... I'm happy. Hey, go look and go hey, look at our. We'll awesome. get... Yeah. yeah. I host another podcast, the three of us do MLS Aces, where we talk about MLS, but this one's going to be all Europe action. Um, I don't really have a, a favorite team over in Europe, so that also could be a, a weekly you know, power rankings of where I'm feeling, and then give me a Ooh, year, and, I like that. And, and I'll find a favorite team at the oh, end of the year. Do like a your top five teams of the week that you're... Or we let, you know? we let like the fans vote for who your favorite team is going to be. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't yeah, like that either because it's going to be gonna like get Liverpool like, or Man United. Or like Woking. Ooh. Woking? I, I just like the name, right? Uh, they're I number mean, they're one. Like, they're like, I don't know. I found them once. You guys you guys have the uh, Foot Mob app? I do. Yeah. I mean, you can, yeah, it's like F-O-T-M-O-B or something. Fop. You should download it. It's Fop like Mob. every Foot Mob, whatever. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Who the hell knows? I, I use that one football. Uh, that's that's my joint. Is that what it's no. called? Yeah, it's called <laughs> football. No, no one. It's called that one football app. Yeah, it's called one football. 
Oh, I thought you said that. I thought you meant like that one football app was the whole name. I was like, that's no. worse than podcast name, and it's not even named yet. Oh my gosh, um, thanks. Do you guys want to say your favorite team so the fans know, and like the listeners know, like, ah, they're just not being super homey. They're like, you know, a favorite. That's their favorite. All right, yeah, yeah, we, we can do that. Uh, I'll go first, Sam, if you, if you want me to. Uh, um, <laughs> so my favorite team is Liverpool. Uh, yeah, they're pretty good right now, but we're going to try and keep biases out of it. Uh, yeah. so I, I will at least. We're, <laughs> Look here. That's because, you know, Woking hasn't played a meaningful game in about. <laughs> Woking? <laughs> you mean more like sleeping right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Got him. That was actually really nice. I'm actually proud of that joke that Good you think. I'm proud for you. I'm here um, all week. Um, anyway, yeah, so I'm a Liverpool fan. Uh, I guess that's all, you know, what I'm going to say about that. Uh, we'll probably, you know, dive more into that as we go, obviously, <clears throat> a little bit. But uh, like I said, you know, biases, I mean, we'll try our best not to be yeah, I don't know. If you've heard us over at MLS Aces, we all have favorite teams there. We do it pretty well. We don't go crazy, or maybe we do. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, Sam, continue. Maybe that's just because our teams aren't very good. Hey. I mean, the thing is, like, in MLS, in MLS, we don't have to just talk in LA. Because... <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's Let's actually funny. <laughs> oh, did he just hang up? No, he didn't. <laughs> No, nah, just mute my mic. I thought you hung up for a second because I heard like a click. All right, Sam, what's your favorite team, man? <laughs> Thomas, my favorite team is Tottenham. Thomas's favorite team is Woking, and so <laughs> yeah, my favorite team is uh, Spurs. So I'm, uh, you know, really happy with how things have been going lately, considering that uh, they don't do anything. They, from what I know, they don't. They they don't sign people. No, we didn't uh, sign anyone. I, I mean, plan on through this podcast getting a favorite team, like I said. Um, but I'm just gonna root for the Americans. I, I'm rooting for all the Americans overseas. So that's kind of what I'm going for, and I'm also here to talk the little shit that I'm gonna be able to talk to um, you guys about Liverpool and Tottenham. Well, you know, this week was probably a win for you. I was gonna say you had a good time. <laughs> Huge week. Um, so I guess that, you know we'll we'll go into the week. Uh, Obviously, we had some big Champions League games this week. We'll start off with the Tuesday game. Uh, Tottenham hosted Ajax at their you know, beautiful stadium, beautiful new Tottenham Stadium. Um, Ajax ended up winning uh, 1-0. The goal came from Danny van de Beek. Um, yes. So, obviously, this is leg one out of two. Uh, they will be going to Ajax to play the second leg. I'm next Wednesday, so uh, I mean, keep an eye on that because Tottenham is definitely not out of it. I know, Sam, you'll probably want to talk a decent amount about this game, but uh, they're definitely still in the game, uh, or still in it. A 1-0 lead, obviously that away goal is pretty big for Ajax. Like, you know, they could just draw next next week and still move on. But yeah, so what, what are your thoughts there, Sam? So I... Um... It, it was a, a long, drawn-out game, and then when uh, Van de Beek scored, uh, it really it changed, uh, in my opinion, it looked like how, it changed how Spurs were playing. Um, they, they seemed to shore themselves up a lot more. 
And it was very, it was difficult to watch as a fan just because you could tell that the breakthrough was coming, but then just not enough time um, was had by all to actually score a breakthrough goal for Spurs. So that was hard. And then um, Jan Vertonghen got, you know, punched upside the head, or no, got ran into by uh, Toby Alderweireld and got a concussion. Yeah, although apparently that. not a concussion. That dude fucking Yeah, but what do you, what do you think he of literally that? threw up on the field. It. <laughs> It was pretty bad. I mean, he was bleeding pretty profusely. Yeah, Taylor Twelman would be freaking the fuck out right now. He was. Did you see his tweets? He was so pissed. He was pissed. Twelman sees a head injury. He just freaks out. So, I mean, hey, I get it. So, that that was ugly. Um, And I think all the injuries that have kind of happened, the suspensions for uh, Tottenham didn't help. Uh, Having Cummins' son back in the second leg. Uh, away is going to be huge for them. I think that that might actually be the difference maker, uh, all things considered. So I'm really excited for the second leg. Not really that worried about it. I think, you know, Ian, honestly, if Spurs lose, uh, I I would love to see Ajax in the final winning anyway. So um, for me, it's kind <laughs> of like a win-win just because, you know, hey, if my team's going to go out, like Ajax is pretty cool. So I mean, Ajax right. is, is a sick team. Yeah. So I'm not gonna like bitch and moan like it. Maybe that sounds like someone who's just happy to be there, which I kind of am because you know the Champions League semifinals is is Isn't a pretty good place. Is to be. always aren't they just happy to always be there? Tom, you don't even know what you're talking about. Shut like, up. no, I'm not even being a dick. Like that was, that was me asking a legit question. Um, to be fair, yes, yeah, okay. probably. Well, this is what this is probably the farthest time that was ever gone. I'm a I'm well a in the notes. in the real Champions League. Meanwhile. Uh, Spurs are technically the first uh, English team to ever win a European uh, Cup, but like that was in the '60s. So no, <laughs> you're trying to pull this shit. No, no, I'm just, just saying that empty so, trophy. Like, literally, all right, all right. This is how this is gonna go. <laughs> we have That's the only joke cabinet. I'll make. That's the I only can... joke I'll make about the cabinet. So, cabinet uh, I don't... Tom, did you watch this game? I did. Um, so, so I kind of. I kind of want to give one last thing about, I guess, my background with European soccer. Like, I know who's good. Like, I'm not a moron. Like, I know Man City, Bayern Munich, Juventus. Like, I know they're fucking good. Awesome. Uh, um, good. So, like, I I just want to say that. And, like, I can also watch a soccer game and be like, oh, that guy's a good player. <laughs> and in this one, it was clear as fucking day that um, Donnie Van de Beek and Frankie de Jong fucking phenomenal and is there some connection with the young and barcelona he's already uh it's already confirmed like they already put the transfer through it's just till the summer all right be well going there. he's a fucking boss the young and then van de beek i looked it up he had three he has three goals and two assists so far in champions league play and ajax just fast as shit their passing is excellent they're and, young too yeah very young uh, they're, I mean, isn't that, that that's IX's thing though? They're the FC Dallas of of Europe. Yeah, they got they they invest a lot in their youth system, and it pays off in every it's like it's doing right now. So in this game against Tottenham, they just they set the tempo. Like they were the ones controlling ball movement. They were the ones controlling the speed of the game. They want if they wanted to slow it down, they did. If they wanted to speed things up and get into the attack, they did. And from everything that I did my little bit of research on, Tottenham uh, lacking some players too. And that goes back to them not buying any players in the offseason. Um, no depth. 
uh, Vertagen was out. Harry Kane, I know, was still out. You had Son out due to red card um, compi- uh, build up, whatever you want to fucking call it. So accumulation, I don't know. accumulation. So you had guys like Danny Rose in the fucking midfield. So it's just not. It's yeah, not an ideal. It was an ideal starting eleven for Tottenham, and Ajax just outplayed them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Fernando Laurent is starting as your striker in a. Yeah, I mean, you go from Kane to to Laurent like that's obviously not not ideal for them. Um, Can I say I, I liked Lucas Mora in this game? Is that is that a bad take? No, I don't. I don't think it's a bad take. Okay. I wouldn't say he had like a great game, but I mean, it, it's not a terrible take. Well, for Tottenham having that nothing really stops. going on offensively, he kind of did something. Yeah, I feel like this game was just—it's—it's it's brutal that you know this was home. This was their home game for Tottenham. Yeah. Like, if you guys had Son, at least like maybe something happens, but yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't really bode well for them. Uh, Ajax just looks really good. I mean, they've beaten some phenomenal teams so far. They knocked down Real Madrid, Madrid. Uh, knocked down Juventus, uh, <clears throat> moving right on to Tottenham. If they end up going through, they looking like they'll play Barcelona. <laughs> um, <laughs> you want to go to that one? <laughs> yeah, let's go to that game. Uh, okay, so that game, Barcelona hosted Liverpool in the Camp Nou. Uh, Barca ended up winning 3-0 goals. Uh, I think the first one was like in the 24th minute, I want to say, from Suarez. And then Messi just took over and scored two. Yeah, that free kick. Sadly. I was just about to say, this is one of the most rock beautiful hard free, from that free kick. kick. I, I watched that and I was like, I can't even be mad. There are times where I watch Messi and I'm just like, I can't. I'm just amazed. Like the fact that we get to live at a time where we get to see this guy play is. I don't know. Yeah, sure. It was Liverpool that was the one that lost. So yeah, I'm pretty depressed about that. But uh, you can't be mad, like you said. But yeah, I really. It's hard to be mad when you just see someone who's just so good, and like there's. It's not like Liverpool played a bad game. Uh, they actually looked pretty decent they had a decent amount of chances and it was just like missed chances for liverpool and then you know barcelona was not going to miss their chances and you give They're them just clinical you give them the slightest amount of room and i mean like we saw they just they score their goals they went up three zero uh it's a set it's a brutal loss but going back to anfield for uh the second leg on tuesday We'll see what happens. Who wants to go next? Tom, you want to go next? Sure, man. Um, Like I said, I know the big names, and Messi's a big fucking name. Uh, That free kick, I had to call my doctor because I was still hard past four hours. um, (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But I saw that joke online. I can't even take that one for myself. But Respect, respect. (laughs) uh, I'll I'll give the credit where credit's due. Um, I'm not that creative. I do have to say, when I was watching this game from a Barcelona standpoint, like Jordi Alba did a lot, and he destroyed James Milner. Um, he destroyed Jordan Henderson, guys who just kind of looked 
for me, just way too slow and not ready for this game against Barcelona, like you said, who you pretty much have to feel like I feel like you have to play a perfect game against them or else they're going to just destroy you. Um, And then for Liverpool, this is a question maybe I can ask you here, Jason. Why was Wijnaldum starting over uh, fucking Firmino? So Firmino is not fully fit. Uh, so Wijnaldum started and obviously Gini he's not a striker not, though. He's not, opinion. he can, he can score. He's not, you know, a quote unquote striker. And he actually played more of that striker role than I thought he would when I saw the lineup. But, uh, I don't know if you watched the whole thing. Firmino did end up coming on, I think for like the last 15 minutes or so. And he yeah, just he like, yeah, he, he didn't look really hurt. He was really fully ready for that. So, he obviously has a little bit of an injury, <clears throat> which is a shame because he does so much for that team that's just like, who knows what happens with him in there. Uh, I mean, Liverpool had their chances. Salah hit the post and things like that. Like, you get one goal in this game, 3-1 going back to going home. That's a that's a huge difference. That's a massive difference. Um Another thing is, like, Nabi Keita got hurt and, like, had to come off in, like, the 20-whatever, 20th minute or so. For Henderson, right? Yes. And so they actually played with nine men for – or ten men for, like, I don't know, a couple minutes, two, three minutes. And they look good. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't look that bad. Down um, a man, they look good. Yeah. But losing Keita that early hurts – especially when, you know, you have to bring in Henderson way earlier than you expect. He doesn't get a full warm-up in, so that could be part of why, you know, he didn't look fully ready for... I mean, they score their goal only a few... That first goal only a few minutes after that. So I think that partly played played a part in that. Um, but overall, it's just... It's a brutal loss, 3-0. Sam, what, what are your thoughts on, you know, the, the game? Oh, I mean, you guys have pretty much said almost all of it. The only thing I <laughs> came in to say tonight was My bad. that, um, no, no, it's all good. I, I mean, because honestly, I didn't get to watch this game. I watched um, the, like, extended highlights. And so what I saw a lot was uh, Virgil van Dyke standing around uh, when Messi had the ball or he was backing off. And I, I, I do have arguments against all of this. And I, I've also read all the arguments that say that he's supposed to be backing off when Messi has the ball, that that's what he wants to do. But I also saw Virgil van Dijk standing still for Messi's second goal, um, not even, like, trying to come play the ball, which was just, like, pretty pitiful, honestly. And I don't know, for me, uh, and this this is just going to England instead of the Champions League, Virgil van Dijk was not my uh, player of the year from England. And I don't know, Jason, I assume that you think he, he probably was. But, um, Tom, I don't know if you've watched enough to have, I have an opinion. opinion on it. I have an opinion. But, uh, in all honesty, I just don't think that Virgil van Dijk is, is the best player in all of England this year. Do you think he's the best defender in the world? No. Best center back in the world? No. Best Virgil in the world? Wait, 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 wait. Who, who, do you, who, who are you putting ahead of him? In terms of center backs? In terms of defenders, uh, PK, um, Ramos, uh, Marcelo is a better defender than Virgil Van Dyke is. The Chicago Fire one. Yeah, you know. 
Yeah, the pretty boy one. Johan Kapelhoff. And Marcel Sarvas, you know, the guy who played for DC for like ha ha minute, you know, that Marcelo. I mean, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he's bad. Like, I, honestly, I think Virgil van Dijk is very, very good, but I don't think he was the best player. And it, it wasn't best defender, it was best player in all of the EPL this year. Like, Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I agree with you. Okay. I actually think that uh, Sterling should have won. Me too. As much as I'm, you know, obviously I like Liverpool and City, you know, ugh, brutal. Plus, Sterling used to be a uh, Liverpool player. Liverpool player back in the day. So it's rough to see him doing so well, but he, he's had such a good season. It's kind of hard to think about and I mean I think partly is just Liverpool has lost one game in the Premier League this season which is pretty much heavily what they uh, put this on they've only conceded 20 total goals that's the lowest out of any team in the league so and I mean I mean there's there's no way you can argue that Van Dyke hasn't had a massive impact on how that defense has played oh yeah no he's played great he absolutely has <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, I understand why it was him that won because of the huge impact he's made. Um, I mean, he honestly, to me, feels like a bargain at this whatever $70 million that they bought him for. At the time, people were like, this is crazy. Like, you just paid this much money for a defender. But the fact that he's really changed his defense around, like, two or three years ago when I used to watch this team, pretty much three years ago and four years ago, any lead, I was like, okay, I'm not that. I'm I'm worried. Like we could be up three zero, and I'd be like, I have no idea if we're gonna hold on to this lead because there were just so many times where the defense felt so inconsistent and so just like hard to rely on. It's like we needed to score so many goals, and like the whole strategy would just outscore the opponent, and it suddenly kind of turned to like, okay, our defense is actually pretty solid now, actually very solid. We still have the you know, the goal scoring threats of Salah and Mane and Firmino, but now we have a defense that we can actually rely on to hold the lead. So in a one zero game, we're not all shitting our pants. I I have a question. <laughs> um, like is so player of the year in England? Is it typically won by? a player on, like, a top-two team in the league? Or, like, you know, a, a top contender? Uh, Yeah, I would say so. Because I was going to say Hazard, 16 goals, 13 assists. Like, I don't know. He's always He just, to me, seems like the best player in the Premier League. I mean, he's, he's been so really good. But, yeah, like, like Sam said, he's very inconsistent. Like, he'll have a game where he looks like he's the best player in the world like messy good and then he'll have a game where you're just like questioning what they're doing like Chelsea is just Chelsea's in like a weird spot right now I'd say okay but Christian Pulisic is gonna fix that next year <laughs> and my second point is don't sleep on Dejan Lovren hey I ain't sleeping on him best best center back in the world Dejan Lovren <laughs> the best center back ever <laughs> Or is that like Dejan Lovren? Dejan Lovren's the best. Dejan Mustard? <laughs> no, that's that team in Ligue 1. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, yeah. Good old Frenchies. Um, 
Okay, I have a question for you guys. So right now, Barcelona has on five thirty eight has a ninety four percent chance to make the final. Do you think there's any chance? Do you think? Okay, let's say. Do you agree that there's only a six percent chance Liverpool makes a comeback at home, or you think this is all but done? I mean, either you can go first, I guess. Sam, Um, you got it. So I think that um, literally all that Liverpool has ever proved in their entire existence is that anything can happen, and especially (laughs) playing at Anfield uh, in this next game. I think it could be anything. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Liverpool come out and punch Barcelona in the mouth early and get it going. Like, I really, I don't know what to expect at all. And I think it will be, without a doubt, the biggest game to watch. And, um, like, for all we know, better to watch than the final. Because Liverpool could come out, they're going to have to come out really attacking against the Barcelona team that just has to sit back and counterattack. So I don't, I don't know what to expect other than that, um, than goals. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see a bunch of goals. And so I would give Liverpool maybe a 30% chance of going through. I wouldn't oh, wow. call it nine. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, anything can happen. Any, I mean, hey, we saw the Roma down 4-1 to Barcelona and pull it out last year. So I mean, and Barcelona's come back against PSG before, too. So True. That was Anything's crazy. possible. Tom? Um, can I give them less than a 9% chance to make it? Well, it's a 6% chance right now. but Okay, yes. can I give them less than a 6% well, chance yes. to make it? Yeah, you can give them whatever percent you want. I'm going to give them like a 2% chance to make it. Um, here's why. Just from my understanding, Liverpool's like chasing two ends right now between Manchester City and league play and between Barcelona and Champions League. Uh, I don't know how bad Firmino's injury is, but didn't seem great on the field. Um, I'm just not crazy confident in this team. Uh, Nagby Kaida's out for the season, apparently. And, um, you know, I just think that this team might be focused on Champions League, might be focused on EPL. So I'm going to say they don't make it. Are you just saying less than 6% or whatever? I'm going to say less than 6%. All right, now, uh, okay, I'll give my my take, I guess. Um, I think there's a chance, like Sam said, anything's possible. Uh, I think that if we had gotten an away goal at Barcelona, it would have been a much different story. Also that. Going back home, having the chance to just tie, to get to get the score even and move on is, is just way different than having to score four goals now and not allow a goal, essentially. Or being plus four, I guess. Um, <clears throat> especially against a Barcelona team that's just looked great all season. But I think there's a chance, just like if if Liverpool comes out and they, you know, they're gonna know what they they want to do. I don't think. I mean, they're gonna give it their all. Uh, you know, Anfield can be rocking on uh, European you know, European nights. So oh, uh, I know it's gonna be loud. I think there's gonna be a packed stadium. Uh, and I just think there's always a chance. I mean, if, if Liverpool scores in like the first 15 minutes, I'd say, then it's going to get interesting. But it's definitely tough. I, I would give them more than a 6% chance. I'd probably give them maybe 15 to 20. But there's definitely a possibility there. Um, now we can – so 
Ajax actually has a 74% chance to move on going back home against Tottenham. They obviously have that away goal, so Tottenham would have to score at least at least one more goal than Ajax, I guess, um, to move on. So that's 74% chance for Ajax. What, Sam, what do you uh, what do you think there? I really think that um, Chongmin Sun is going to come back and score like two quick goals like he did against Man City. And uh, it, that I think that might be it. It just, I don't couldn't know. Have done Again, it in the league, Sam. You couldn't have done it in the league. Nope. <laughs> no, we don't know how to. We don't know how to win in the league. <laughs> I don't think anyone can help you. Sorry, buddy. Top four race knows how to win, but yeah. No, we don't know how to do that. So <laughs> I, in and this is, I'm trying to be unbiased with this one, but I really do think that with uh, a couple guys coming back from injury that. That Spurs can win this game away at Ajax uh, next weekend. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I was just about to say what Sam was about to say. I think um, Son comes back this week, puts away a fucking hat trick away. Ajax crawls away. The Giant Killers are done, and uh, I think Tottenham moves on. I honestly have a Tottenham Barcelona final. Who's coming out? Spurs Barca. Uh, I'm. I'll tell you that when we talk about it. <laughs> right now, I'm just giving you who's making it in a week. All right, this um, is the games we're talking about. That's true. All right, so yeah, Spurs. I mean, they definitely have a chance that a waggle to Ix really hurts them. Yep. But uh, I guess we'll see. You know how it all plays out. Um, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Um. To the title race uh, in the Premier League. So currently, right now, Liverpool sits at, let's see, let me pull up the table here, uh, 91 points in second, 28 wins, 7 draws, 1 loss. Uh, They're second to Manchester City, who have 92 points, 30 wins, 2 draws, 4 losses. After 36 weeks, so we have two weeks left in the season. Liverpool plays this Saturday away to Newcastle, and then they finish the season at home to Wolves. And City play Monday uh, at home versus Leicester, and then they finish the season away at Brighton. What do you guys think is going to happen there? Do you think Liverpool has a chance? Do you think both will win out? Do you think one will drop points? How do you think this is going to play out and you know are you going to be excited and watching uh tom oh uh, i'm going to be excited and watching honestly i had a lot of hope for liverpool this season from you know my far away standpoint of watching this but i really want them to win it i really want them to take the league and like fuck city i hate teams like city like the yankees like the patriots just like fucking like just fuck teams like Like that nycfc hey 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 easy easy (laughs) la fan we haven't okay we haven't won yeah but it's your ownership group uh it's it's different um it is true but ownership group it you shut your mouth um but you know honestly i think liverpool can win away at newcastle obviously newcastle doesn't have miggy almarone so what what's the point and um city they're playing at home versus leicester which leicester isn't in you know isn't a cakewalk win and then away at brighton i know that brighton's bottom of the table or you know one of the teams at the bottom of the table but 
all I hear, I've heard it from Jimmy Conrad, I've heard it from plenty of people, an away game at Brighton's not the easiest. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's all I've heard. <laughs> cold rainy night in Stoke or a cold rainy night in Brighton. Or a in cold Brighton. rainy night in Trinidad and Tobago. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Sam? So I think, looking at these four games, I think away to Newcastle, Liverpool's probably going to get a win. Their stumbling point might be, if it happens, is against Wolves. Because Wolves come out uh, definitely better at home than away, but Wolves come out and just... They're giant killers. They've pretty much beaten every team in the top six at least once this season, so I don't know uh, about that. But then for Man City, their uh, stumbling point's going to be against Leicester, I think. Uh, if if they're going to lose one of those two games or draw, it's going to be to Leicester. I don't think they're going to have a problem against Brighton in the last day, game of the season. I really think this is going to be a down-to-the-wire last day of the season kind of thing, uh, unless one of them drops points in um, – in the second to last week here. So I, in all honesty, what I see happening is city winning because, uh, Liverpool are going to drop points to wolves on the last day, just because for some reason wolves step up to play the best teams, but can't beat the worst teams in the league. (laughs) That's true. Um, honestly, I'm just terrified as a Liverpool. I can imagine you're just biting your nails the whole time to that possibility of losing the league with one loss in 96 97 points is just that crazy i have a question when when you're done talking about liverpool okay i'll I'll give uh my little take here um i agree with you sam i think the game against wolves for liverpool is definitely the harder of the two wolves have been a bit up and down all season but overall they have been pretty good i mean they're in seventh place uh, they have, like you said, you know, beaten some good teams, beaten some bad teams, lost to some bad teams as well. But uh, also Manchester City, I think, versus Leicester is their hardest game as well. You don't really know. I mean, they, they have the potential to beat pretty much any team, I'd say, but it's just like, I don't know. I mean, Vardy could come out there and just have a great game, score a couple goals, and this is a, a different story. But uh, this is going to come down to the wire. This is going to be a very interesting fi- final two weeks of the season. I'm saying a little prayer to the to the gods above, hoping for something. But like, even if Liverpool finish second, City finish first. It's just been a phenomenal season so far, and it's just been so much fun to you know be a be watching and be a part of it. So can't complain, I guess. Tom, uh, what was your question? Well, first, you don't have to pray to the gods up above. Your God plays for Borussia Dortmund, but um, <laughs> my my Maybe question. God actually plays for Barcelona. Hey, hey. I mean, my God was a DP for the Sounders, but it is what it is. Um, oh, you're right. Um, like I, I keep hearing about the Stevie G slip. What the what the fuck's that? Oh, you had oh, to go man. there. That's really <laughs> fucked up, actually. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know what it is. I'm having fun with it though. Oh, you know what it is. Oh, that's worse. Wow, that's way worse. That Tom already throwing shade, and we can't. T- you know what? Why don't you just go back down to like tier six with Woking? <laughs> Damn man, you got me. <laughs> this sucks, man. <laughs> 
Tom, we can't make fun of Tom. Tom. Tom's actually like an FC United of Manchester fan. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, like watch out for a rainy day in Brighton. That's all I have to say. Watch yeah, I like that. I like that. When, I like that little like idea. City like drops uh, points to Brighton because yeah, I retire from this podcast if that happens. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I would literally like I would owe you my life. That's fine. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Wait, really? I'll take it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got about those two teams. Um. All right. So we'll move on. So I mean, still sticking with the Premier League. Third through sixth, everyone trying to get top four, or kind of trying not to get top four, appears <laughs> so. Um, Tottenham currently sits in third with 70 points. Chelsea, 68, is in fourth. Then you have Arsenal with 66, and Man U with 65. And honestly, like, I don't know what's going on because each one of these teams, week in and week out, is just like, I, like what are they doing? They like, just signing up for more L's. One of those teams just needs to be like, okay, I'm going to win this weekend. <laughs> yeah. And then be fine. And then you'd be in like third probably. Like this is this is the last three weeks for each team. Uh, Tonham lost to City. They won versus Brighton. They lost to West Ham. Chelsea lost to Liverpool. Draw versus Burnley. Draw versus Man U. Arsenal, just three straight losses. Don't even matter what the competition is. <laughs> <laughs> Menu loss, loss, draw. I mean, what is going on? There's one, one win out of what is that? Twelve games from the top four, the four teams trying to get top four like that. <laughs> Honestly, I wish Wolves was closer oh, so they could just take it. To be honest, because this is so stupid. I think Wolves has earned it more than all four of these teams. Probably there. It's like it's like a. A game of like hot potato. It's like, no, you take it, you take it. Like, yeah. it's kind of ridiculous. Um, how do you think this this is gonna play out? I mean, I I kind of think Tottenham just where they're at almost has uh, top four locked up. They really they have seventy points. Um, they just got to get a result next week. They got. Uh, Bournemouth, and then they play Everton at home. So not not the easiest two teams to play late here in the season, especially with the form they're in. And, I mean, I'm sure they're going to be all concentrating on Champions League. So I don't know if you guys think that'll play a part. But other than that, like Chelsea, Arsenal, and Man U, out of all three of those teams, like who knows what, what the last team. In my opinion... I don't think Arsenal has been playing well enough to get it. Man, you is just I don't know what's going on there. That's just like a like a dumpster fire every year pretty much since uh <laughs> Yeah. Um Sir Alex Lefton. What what the hell happened? Um Chelsea also has been pretty up and down. So what what do you guys think? Uh who went first? Like, I don't know. Tom. Sam, I'll, I'll let you go and you can okay. touch Tottenham <laughs> and then your your other thoughts. I can touch them. Okay. Um, so yeah, like, <laughs> right. So like Jason said, yeah, Spurs are on 70 points right now with two games to go. Uh, the word is two points in their final two games will secure them top four, uh, no matter what happens. So easier to be two- done. Well, exactly. A way to Bournemouth is going to be a pain in the ass. My it's Bournemouth gonna- cherries. If you're Bournemouth, oh, the cherries. Um, that's going to just be a pain <laughs> in the ass game. And the game against Everton 
Like, it could really just go either way. So I don't really know what to expect from that. Um, but I, I do expect uh, Tottenham to finish top four. Uh, as for that last top four spot, <laughs> I really oh, fuck. And like, I'm just looking at this now. Like, Chelsea home to Watford away to Leicester. Uh, Arsenal home to Brighton away to Burnley. And Man U has the easiest fucking final two games. <laughs> and I can almost guarantee you they will not make top four. Two away teams, to Huddersfield, yeah, home to Cardiff. Yeah, relegation zone currently. Yep. Like, fuck. And they're just going to blow it. I and, can, I mean, Arsenal's is not that difficult either. I mean, Burnley can really... Burnley away is going to be tough. Like, yeah. a home game against Brighton should be a win for Arsenal. And, I mean, Chelsea, honestly... The problem for Chelsea is Watford, like... Watford is just always up for a fucking fight. And Leicester... <laughs> Watford, yeah. And Leicester just... You never know what you're going to see when you face Leicester. So, like, that's going to be hard. So, I can... I have no idea what's going to happen <laughs> with uh, that last top four spot. <laughs> I really... I, I mean, I guess if the way things are going, probably Chelsea? I don't know. Let's see uh, what the predictions are. Tom, you, you go ahead. <laughs> I got this, boys. Um, okay. <laughs> Tottenham... Easy, easy three, right? I, I think that they're the best of the remaining four teams. Um, tough schedule, but I think they can handle it, especially when they get eliminated from uh, Champions League. I um, mean, they definitely have the toughest. Literally thing. said they were going to make it to the Champions League <laughs> final. Oh, like, fuck, I can't, I can't talk shit when I make a prediction. I forgot about that. They definitely have the toughest remaining games especially with the champions league game and yeah i mean especially when they have to face barcelona in the finals for sure um oh man i think four seed and a four seed jesus christ i'm talking like other sports now the uh fourth place in the epl goes goes man united um huds and cardiff not good teams um they drew chelsea last week i think it's a little bit of of an uptick and i believe in OA. OGS, baby. I mean, so if if Man United were to make it, if they were to win their next two games, to get top four, they would have to have pretty much Chelsea and Arsenal not win a game. I think Chelsea loses to Leicester, draws Watford. So that's 69 points for them. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. Man. Uh, I think Man United win their Huddersfield and Cardiff games. 71. 71 points. And I think Arsenal, I think Arsenal draw one, lose one. All right. And I think that's completely realistic because Arsenal's the worst of these four teams. I mean, Arsenal has looked very bad. I would agree. Um, So you guys want to move on to a different country now? Yeah, I mean, I think we're. I think this podcast is going to be a lot of EPL talk, but I'm always down to talk different countries. All right, we're going to just hop around now. Can we go to um, Uzbekistan? Uh, let me just get up my Uzbekistan table. Nah, Sam knows. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sam probably, like, read a tweet about it one time. Right, one time when I was out with my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, we right. talked about um, the Kazakhstani Premier League. I was watching Borat the other day. <laughs> where Where do you guys want to go? We got you know Bundesliga, we got Ligue One, and we got La Liga. And we uh, get... let's go Germany. We're not going Europa League. That's that shit's fake. It but 
All right, Germany, we go. real competition when Liverpool's in it, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's still fake. It's still Still fake. fake. There we go. Okay, that's fair. Um, All right, that was – he threw me off my rhythm. Um, (laughs) All right, Bundesliga, we'll go to the title race here. Bayern Munich sits at 71 points on the season. Um, They are – First, obviously, uh, Dortmund right below him, Tom's favorite team <laughs> at yeah, 69 points. They're at 69 points, yep. Uh, nice. followed up by RB Leipzig, Tyler, my Adam, other favorite team, uh, 64 points. Nice. Uh, so where do you guys see all this playing out? Um, and how do you think this, yeah, you know, do you think Bayern Munich has it pretty much won? Or do you think Dortmund will make a run? Or, I mean, Leipzig has a chance, but, you know, who, who knows, really? Uh, Sam, I'll take this if you, if, if, you know, you will yeah, let me. After you. Okay. <laughs> um, so Dortmund kind of ran away with this to start the season and then started slipping up. Bayern Munich came back being Bayern Munich. And that's kind of sad because, again, I want to see some switch-ups at the top. But Munich are, uh, they look like they're going to be Munich. They look like they're going to fucking finish it off, especially since uh, Dortmund kind of looked like shit in their most recent loss against Schalke. But, I'm not but, they also have to face Bremen away, who just put up a good fight against Munich two weeks ago. And away of Borussia Mönchengladbach, not two uh, easy games in their final three. And Bayern Munich have to go, and they they have a tough schedule as well with Leipzig, right? Who are sitting in third away, and then home against Frankfurt. But I don't know. I just think the quality of Bayern Munich outlasts Borussia Dortmund. Then we see Munich raise the Bundesliga title once again. Uh, I uh, I sadly agree. I really think uh, when Dortmund played uh, Schalke two weeks ago or last week in the uh, the Rhine River Derby. It was just that was implosion on uh, the finest of scales. As yeah. they got two fucking red cards and uh, lost four two after having the lead. Like that, I think just described their season in in ninety minutes. And unfortunately, I think you know they're gonna end up. Uh, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen in terms of games, but Bremen's not gonna be easy. Dusseldorf is uh, normally would be an easy win for them at home, but who knows anymore? And then uh, away to uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach is going to be very difficult. Meanwhile, Bayern Munich is just going to have to ro- are going to roll over Hanover. Uh, Leipzig is going to be difficult as always. And then the last game of the season against uh, Eintracht Frankfurt is going to be awesome because it's uh, Niko Kovac's uh, old team, and I think that's going to be really fun to watch. And if it ends up coming to that last game of the season, um, that would be just wild. Absolutely wild. Voice crack. Wild. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I mean, this looked like Dortmund, like Tom was saying, was just killing it at the beginning of the season. And and Bayern Munich was kind of stumbling out of the gates. But they obviously found their footing here. They've had uh, a nice run of games um, to obviously get the lead here with uh, only a few weeks left in the season. But it's still a two-point lead. Anything can happen. But I think it's 
I agree with you guys. I think it's going to be tough for Dortmund to catch back up. I mean, it's it's not a huge lead, but this is Bayern Munich. Like th- this team is, you know, built for this. This is this is the whole reason that they they you know show up every week. They they probably they're like, you know what, trophy or bust, pretty much is their their motto probably because this team is such a good team and they just look really good right now. Um, Leipzig. I have, I have a question. Go ahead. What would you guys do if you know U.S. baby Jesus Christian Pulisic comes out, he scores the game winner in the Borussia Mönchengladbach game, wins the fucking title with that goal, and he becomes the first American to raise a trophy in the top five league in Europe? Um, what would I do? <laughs> I'd be, I think I'd be harder than the, the Leo Messi goal. Ooh, that's tough, man. You had to call your doctor on that one. <laughs> it would be it would be absolutely insane to see. I just hope you know he gets some minutes in these next few games because he's really not uh, getting the time right now. He hasn't. He's coming off an injury. Okay. Um, what a way to go out, though. What a way that would be to take it, take your last game. Pretty then much. he wins it with Chelsea next year. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Me and Sam might have something to say about that. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you guys have anything else to add about uh, the Bundesliga race? I mean, I will say there's also Weston McKinney down with Schalke. They are sort of fighting to stay in the league. They pretty much are kind of locked in to stay in the league, so they should stay up, but. I don't know. Ooh, if you and they're going to get a new uh, manager, a new American manager very soon. Yes. <laughs> and that that's going to be worth watching next year when uh, David Wagner takes over. I'm I'm guessing we're going to do like in the in the upcoming weeks we're going to do like when this I guess it gets slow we're going to talk about the seasons in general like recapping the seasons for each league. So I mean I don't want to talk too much about it, but like Tyler Adams has been a nice little boost for RB Leipzig since he's gotten there, but that's all I got. They're, they're going to still finish third, but that's it. But, I mean, they've already uh, clinched the Champions League next year. Yeah, Tyler Adams playing so, in Champions League 2020. Let's sign go. me up. Owner. Alright, next... I mean, uh... yay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, wh- where you guys want to jump to now? We got, you know, a little bit of Spanish. If you guys speak... I don't know. Do they speak... Yeah, whatever. Spain... <laughs> Or France. Um, oui, oui. All right. We go on to France. So I really wish you said Spain right there. Man, I'm not stupid. I just thought it would have been funny. That's all I'm saying. I know what... Okay, what... Yeah, I'm not like a French guy, but like... I've never heard a Spanish person say, we oui, oui. <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> haven't been to my part of Spain. Um... The real story, I mean, PSG has this league won um, pretty handedly. They're up by 16 points here. It's really, I mean, they've already clinched it. It's it's all said and done. Uh, as per usual, PSG at the top of the table with, you know, I'll just run through the top teams. Uh, Lille is in second with 68 points. Uh, Lyon is in Third with 62 points. And then St. Etienne is in fourth with 59. Um, 
Monaco, a team that's generally pretty high up, a team that started the season with Thierry Henry as their head coach. Fucking Henry, man. Um, Fuck that guy. Is down in 16th. I thought I'd just, you know, bring that up. Yeah, where, where's Patrick Gares, <laughs> boys? Uh, you know where he, where he coaches. I believe in you. I believe in you, too. I'm trying to remember. Nice or nice. Sorry, fuck. Oh, right, right, right. Nice. They're in seven. They're in seven. <laughs> nice. I mean, it's okay. We already knew Tom. Wait, what is he? Couldn't say Alien Stadium. Allianz. <laughs> You're gonna have to say that too because you. Wait, hey, Tom. Where does uh, Bayern play? Uh, Aliens Park. <laughs> Park. At, at Juventus <laughs> doesn't Juventus play at uh, Allianz Stadium too? They play in uh, Allianz Pitch. <laughs> they all have a different like name it. All the aliens fields. Um, but yeah, the real story here is just, I mean, PSG has pretty much won the title, but they haven't looked that great recently. And they've, Meltdown. yeah, so I don't know if you guys want to delve too far, deep, deep, too deep into it, but PSG lost the French Cup final on PKs to, I don't know, what is it, Rene's? Ren, I, Sam Ren. should be saying the names, man. Because Sam Sorry, yeah, that, it's, that one time. Yeah, I, I actually took French in college. Um, it, it's Rene. Rene? Rene. Dad, Rene. You say the S? Yeah, well. No, it's Rene. a silent R. Oh, yeah, it's a silent S. <laughs> not, it's all right, we're, we're, you know what? We're all learning together a little bit here. Yeah, we're. So they lost we're, to. Uh, they're French. Rene on PK 6 5. Um, I really want to talk about the red card that Mbappe got late game <laughs> because honestly that was that was quite disgusting to me basically if you haven't seen it um he's you know running after the ball or whatever goes in for a tackle but it's almost like he didn't even try and get the ball he basically just put his cleats straight into the back of like or the side kind of the back to the side of I don't remember the guy he did it to, but his knee almost, and it just looked terrible. Like it looked like, honestly, like it could have been a very serious injury, and it just was. As someone who watch him play because he's just been so good, so consistent. I mean, he's got thirty goals on the season. He's uh, in the lead by ten goals for the for the golden boot at the end of the season. He's looked great, but it's just, it's sad to see something like that because he just, it did not look good. It looked pretty malicious. It was a 1000% a red card. Um, really just a brutal tackle. And he ended up, you know, complaining about it, which I was like, come on, you, you know what you did? Like, Stop complaining. But what what do you guys, you know, how do you feel about that? I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's pretty brutal. Uh, Sam? It was it was absolutely ugly and, and despicable, honestly. And I I mean, he, he's young, but he, this kid, like, he just knows better than that. It was just stupid. I think, you know, frustration just kind of came out at that point. Um, and that happens, but, you know, you really – you let your team down on that one, and that's way more important than anything else. Um, you know, and to end up losing in PKs, that's just that's that's what they get. So, oh, shit. you know, he'll he'll learn from it. I hope, and, and you know, he'll be better for it eventually. But for right now, it was just a stupid decision. 
No, exactly. It was it was a dumb fucking red card. And at the end of the day, maybe Mbappe could have put away a penalty kick that could have kept PSG in this one and won the French Cup. But, you know, it's it's shitty play. It's he's young. He made his mistake. And he's younger than all of us. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, exactly. what, like, what is 19, he, like, 20? I think so. I don't think he's 20 yet. I think oh, he's 19. Shit. But, yeah, um, no, oh, he is 20. He's 20. Oh, gosh. He's a baby. The only thing I wanted to say about this game besides the Mbappe red card was, did you see the fucking Danny Alves goal? Actually, I did not. It was like a one-time fucking, I don't know, man. It was just ridiculous. (laughs) So go check (laughs) that out if you have a chance because it was stupid good. I mean, yeah, props out. Anyway, yeah, props to uh, Renee for winning. Um, looked like PSG was going to get, like, whatever the double, I guess it would be for them. But, uh... It, do? it was the not... The, what is it, duo? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, I don't know. You said you took French in college and you don't know what two is? No, that... Well, two is duh, but doing, like, the double is, like, a different oh. word. You don't know what double is? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, you know they they lost the following game to Montpellier, so they've had a bit. Maybe that was a bit of a hangover hangover from the the French Cup loss. But PSG has just been they're one of those teams where they spend just a crap load of money, and it's like all for the Champions League, and then they just like don't get it done. Never win it. They never win, and it just seems like it's the same thing every year. It's I feel like it'd be very difficult to support this team. It just seems like a team that is like always at the top of the league, but they're always going to have those people whispering in their ears saying that, you know what, you're playing in a league that you're the clear top spenders, you're the clear team that has the most talent, like, you should be winning this league every year. They do, but you can't, you know, bring it to the highest levels, which is Champions League, which is pretty much, you know, what people are going to be rating their, that team on, especially yeah, with the amount they spend. They're Bayern Munich, but worse. They're Bayern Munich, but don't win the Champions League ever and yeah, I'm, I'm just don't trying. have nearly a good enough... I I mean at least at least the Bundesliga there's a bit of a race like Dortmund's a solid team usually Bayern kind of runs away with it and it's like the clear cut most talented team but there's still you know tough games in there whereas there's a lot of games in this uh, not to just like bash this league but there's a lot of games where it's like oh PSG won six zero again why am I not surprised you know. No, I'm with you. Um, the last thing I wanted to say about PSG and Liga is that did you see Neymar punch the dude in the face after their loss to Montpellier? <laughs> yes. God, Neymar's was... such a prick. He's such a fucking yeah. little prick. And such then prick. I heard this stat. I don't remember where I heard it. It might have been on a podcast or something. But... <laughs> Neymar has never been on the field for PSG to raise a trophy. Yeah. That's hmm. fucking crazy. That is pretty crazy. 
You think uh, you think he's that that attitude is kind of wearing down on Mbappe? I don't think so. I think they're different players completely. I don't see Mbappe rolling around like a child. Uh, I see Mbappe winning. Mbappe flops a little cups. bit, a little bit, but that could just be France. He does. <laughs> he does have the absurd amount of skill, <clears throat> but so does Neymar. Um, that's one all. has a World Cup and one doesn't. That's all France for now. I mean, that was that was more than enough time to talk about the French <laughs> league. That's already won. And then we're we can just finish up a little bit with uh, with Spain, which is pretty much won by Barcelona already. I mean, Barcelona's just been amazing. Messi every week is just so. This is so. Um, on this app that they have, the whatever, FootMob or FootMob, you can follow individual players. So a couple months ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to follow Messi just to just be amazed by, you know, how good he really is. And the amount of updates I get, like, it's like every time he scores and then, like, his rating at the end. And if he I was going to say, did your, did your phone die? <laughs> it's just, like, we all know he's this phenomenal like generational talent but until you start watching and listening week to week it's truly something special like this guy is scoring goals every week bringing it every single week against good teams bad teams mid-table teams like champions league teams liverpool like it's it's absurd how he does it and it's just every single week. There's there's not a week. I'm more surprised at this point if I don't see a goal from Messi in a week than if I and then if I do. And they're almost always just like some phenomenal goal. He's oh, he's just a fucking stud. And what is it? Goal number six hundred in fuck how many? Six hundred for Barcelona, I think. Right. In his yeah, like, in all in all competitions. I in think. all competitions, but it was only in like six hundred and like eighty something games, right? Or like seven hundred something games. Yeah, it's some ab- some absurd it's, rate. It's just it absurd. also happened in it's like crazy. that amazing free kick is like the goal that he hits. Like that yep. would how he did it. That it could have free kicks are just stunning. I saw something uh a couple like a month ago or two months ago that was showing like the most free kick goals by any players like in history and if you look at Messi's like the first part of his career he didn't really take a ton of free kicks and he didn't really score a ton of free kicks and then all of a sudden like in the last three years he's made like an absurd amount and it's it's crazy like it's every week there's like oh Messi scored a free kick or oh Messi scored from outside the box in like a beautiful way like it's every week, and honestly, that's the that's the most fun I have with anything in La Liga. It's just pretty much so much fun to watch Messi. Tom, what uh, what do you think about you know La Liga, or if you have anything to add about, I guess Messi in general or Barcelona? I mean, like you know, Messi's the goat. Whatever, I'll just say that. But like La Liga, Fine, you can admit it. <laughs> uh, to me, like La Liga is now that Madrid kind of sucks, and obviously they'll come back because they'll spend the money. They'll be Madrid again. 
But like this season especially, it was just like boring to me. Like you know, they just got like Zidane you know, back for next season. So hey, hey, <laughs> let's watch out. But Not like, as a player, <laughs> I don't, you have uh, fucking PSG winning league on uh, like no shit. You had Barcelona winning La Liga like no shit. Like it's just like I don't know. I like a little bit of competition. I like a little bit of shit like that, and it, it didn't happen. Um, so. I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I literally wrote in the notes, like, Barcelona won, yay. Let's move on. Um, I guess we'll just jump over to Italy. 15 points clear. So they look like, obviously, the winners. Um, usually, I'd say this league is actually a lot more competitive than it has been this year. Maybe that's partly because Ronaldo is now on Juventus. Yeah. But... Uh, it's still, you know, the the Champions League spots are Juventus, Napoli, Inter, and then actually Atalanta and Roma's in fifth. So that'll be a, it's a it's a one point difference. Roma's on fifty eight, Atalanta, Atalanta, whatever is on fifty nine. Atlanta so, United. <clears throat> yeah, Atlanta. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that'll be interesting. I mean, Roma's a team that you expect to see in the Champions League pretty much every year, um, but. That's all I have to add for the Serie A. Yeah, uh, Ronaldo <laughs> helped Juve win by a mile. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's less parity now in, in some of these leagues, unfortunately. But, but you can watch it all happen on uh, ESPN Plus now, so there's that. <clears throat> yeah, if you want to watch soccer, ESPN Plus is the way to go. And this is not a sponsor, but it can be. ESPN. If you want to sponsor us. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so do you guys have any uh, remarks before we kind of wrap it up about uh, anything, really? Me, <laughs> nope. personally, I have my short list right now of teams that I might be a fan of, if you guys want to hear. Yes. Oh, yeah, go go ahead. All right, so th- this is no particular order, and this list could grow, but right now I'm at Inter Milan. I just like watching them on ESPN+, Plus, so I've, I've been a fan of that. Um, nice, because of Patrick Vieira. Leeds United because of Jack Harrison, Bournemouth because my cherries, and uh, Woking FC. Woking. <laughs> Woking. Yo, Wait, they that, are playing. Is that in the specific order? Uh, that is in no specific order, but right now Woking is playing in the National League South, so you know I gotta rep that NSL baby. <laughs> I don't even know what that year is that is. Like I tried division. Yeah, I tried to figure out the exact division, but after like the third or fourth or whatever, it just gets so confusing. Like, yeah. You know, we're not we're not in the playoff this year, so it's sad, but you know what? Um I really I really think that we can do something. <laughs> That's the spirit. That that looks like it's the to the like the seventh, but it'd be like seven point five because I think the north and the south are separate leagues. They're separate Honestly, but they like both feed into the same Yeah, league. they they both feed into the league the national league, which is the one above it. How much is a Woking FC jersey? Let me see. Probably like twelve dollars. Oh, oh, sorry, like steel. Probably like fifteen pounds. <laughs> well, if it's twelve dollars, what do you mean? You guys are in second. You said they're not in the playoffs. Oh, um, yeah, I, yeah, totally. Yo, fucking Torquay United. Fuck we, them. But he clearly doesn't know. Fuck Torquay. <laughs> yeah, did you even look it shit. up? They have <laughs> next matches versus Wieldstone. Oh, Wieldstone? 
Those fuckers, they're sitting in seventh. They're all scrubs. They're sitting in seventh, man. We got it. We're in second. We're fucking, we're woking. We're woke. You're, are you, are you, are you woke? This team. Wait, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, stay woke. Stay woke. All right. That um, all right. Yeah. So we're just uh, going to wrap it up here. Um, thanks for listening. We will be here probably every week, most likely. Um, you can also listen to us over at the MLS Aces podcast. Um, that's every week we talk about U.S. soccer, MLS. Obviously, um, we have a we have a fun time. If you just can't get enough of our voices, which you know I'm sure you can't because we're yeah we have great voices. Um, but anyway, I we will all see you next week. Um, that's yeah, that's it. Peace. See ya. Peace.